Yeah, the other the other fun thing too is that it's it's we try to make things as often as possible an experience for people as opposed to just come here, order your beer or order your glass of wine or you know like, like Tom mentioned they'll include a, a small beer with the cigar event. Hey travelers, welcome to the latest edition of the Taproom Takeover podcast. Uh, this is Landon and I'm doing it solo today, but uh, that's all right. We are taking over the K-Point Taproom, which is adjacent to the coffee grounds here in Eau Claire. And I've got two guests with me today. So Candice, who is the assistant store manager of coffee grounds, is that correct? Is that title correct? Okay. And then Tom, and Tom, you are the head brewer here at K-Point? Head brewer, dishwasher, glass washer, <laughs> keg washer, yeah. The master of all. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so, just from the, from the get-go, um, a lot of the people that come to Eau Claire maybe overlook K-Point, but it's really convenient, especially if you're going through Eau Claire on I-94. I mean, it's what? Not even a quarter of a mile off of I-94. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably the most convenient uh, stop that you can uh, do in Eau Claire as far as breweries go if you're driving through. Um, shout out to Greg, who I do another show with. This is his favorite brewery in Eau Claire. He oh. cannot stop talking about K-Point. That's every, every time that he talks to me about breweries in Eau Claire, he goes, what's, what's that one that I always go to? I said, K-Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K-Point. I love that place. Marketing's working real good. Name recognition. He's got it down. Uh, he's, he's about like me. Bad with names. No. <laughs> you, remember, you remember what things look like that are there, so you start describing what the place looks like, and you go, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so, K-Point. How long has K-Point been around? Because I, I remember uh, there was an event at Lazy, the old Lazy Monk, and I, I think K-Point beer was there. So this is, I'm dating myself here. This is probably seven years ago, six, seven years ago. We would have been there for a tasting? or Yeah, I believe so. Maybe. But, yeah, this will be our fourth year in May. Um, Officially in this building? Uh, two years in this and maybe three. We we started brewing beer in the kitchen next door. Okay. On the yeah. Sabco ten gallon system. Sure. One corny at a time. So that was <laughs> that was twenty fifteen. Okay. I think that summer or fall we started that. And I think that and, would have probably been when I had yep. your beer. Yeah. And then I think um, it's well, might be three years that we've been in this space now. Come this May. Yeah. I, Time flies. I don't. I don't. Right. Yeah. And when you guys first started, there wasn't 2015. The scenery looked a lot different here in Eau Claire, as far as breweries go. Didn't. Uh, it? Well, yeah. Lazy Monk had been established. Um, brewing project was going. Kind of. Um, yeah. yeah. Modicum, was, modicum, modicum wasn't there no, yet. Modicum hadn't start, started yet. Ambibulous is only two years old. Yep. And yeah. I don't believe. Was there a Bloomer Brewing Company even back then? Oh yeah. Was they, there? They've been around a little. They've moved to a different building. Right. But, and then Lucette 
has been there for quite a while. Sure. Um, but you guys are one yeah, of the so one of the start. What I would consider one of the starter ones here in Eau Claire. One of the one of the originals. Sure. Even though even though maybe people weren't aware of it. Yeah, yeah it's like you said. You know, if we're on whatever the Highway 93 exit, yeah. but it truly is a south side type tap room of uh, the neighborhood comes we're not going to get a lot of business from the college kids because there's ways to get and up here and that's probably got its advantages and disadvantages well, <laughs> yeah yeah and when we start talking about styles yeah we might be out of their market too to some degree but sure yeah yeah i mean the nice thing about all of this is I think everyone in the area who's got a brewery kind of does their own their own thing as far as filling a niche for what you can do with beer and right. and I think it's been very nice to have that um, just everybody's doing a little different stuff like we're not doing the same stuff as you know monks are down there but you know they're doing some awesome stuff same with modicum and brewing and I don't know everybody's just got kind of a unique thing going and and, uh, I would say that's probably yeah. one of the one of the most uh, how would I want to phrase it probably one of the nicest things that I found out about Eau Claire the Eau Claire beer scene I guess as I've gone from place to place to place um, obviously I know everybody down at Lazy Monk because that's where I go the most frequent and that's you know I work there and, and blah 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 but all of these other places I, I never see the same faces when I go there but they're there every time I go there so every place has their regulars and that's that's their their brewery yeah you know yeah yeah and i i try to get every place every couple months at least sure just yeah as much to patronize their business but um and i'm you know i'm not checking up if anything i'm like okay i'm still doing okay because <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. comparing quality is really kind of what i'm there for i mean i enjoy their styles and such and try different things but I'm not necessarily coming back and going, oh, I'm going to duplicate that. It's, no, I, that's good quality. I think I'm there, too. So, um, and it's a good part of the job. Right. Research <laughs> right. and right. just enjoying. R&D. Yeah, enjoying other people's products. Yeah, if anybody ever questions you, you can just say, I'm, I'm just researching and developing. I'm, <laughs> yeah. just, I'm just trying to be better at my craft. Right. That's, that's my excuse. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, so, I mean, that, that would lead me into... So how do you decide what you're going to brew? Uh, well, over the last few years, we've sat and decided, okay, we're going to have an IPA, house IPA on all the time, a house pale ale. Um, our coffee stout will forever be on. People really enjoy that. And our uh, pre-prohibition lager. Okay. So in between that, it's just somewhat seasonal you know i like I, everybody here likes saisons they like hefeweizen um the oktoberfest come that season uh i really like smoked lagers and ales so i'm playing around with that and it's basically me reading articles sure. and go oh i you know that sounds good i want to try that um but typically again i i think our position here is i'm, I'm trying to make more or less classic styles that have been around forever yeah um and just trying to replicate to some degree that because the reason they've been around forever is because they're well known and liked right and 
I tell people, I'm a beer drinker. I want, I want to sit down and be able to have two or three pints. And here we have food, and so part of my job is to, okay, what's on the menu next door? What can we match with that? And, and make it kind of a beer food environment right. versus, you know, going way out there making other things that, again, I appreciate and why I go to other places and try their beer just to go what's going on. But there are some that I just, okay, I don't, that's not my style, which has been an interesting education too because early on if people say, well, I don't like this. Right. Okay, it's not because it's not of high quality. It's it's not your style. Right. Let's try something else. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of pairing beer with, with food, you guys do a lot of events here. Um, and, I, and I know with COVID and stuff, a lot of that got stopped. But is that coming back? Is that something that we're going we're gonna to see again? Yeah, I think we've already sort of dipped our toe in that waters with Bachfest. Um, nice, yeah. We, you know, it was a gorgeous day. We had, you know, 35 people spread out, you know, on the on that patio and in the tap room and stuff, just enjoying the Bach. And I think we had, you know, some brats or, no, we had turkey legs that day. And we had some yeah, smoked, smoked turkey, turkey legs. legs and brats. And um, so it wasn't anything, you know, crazy or uh, super complicated, but um, it was nice for folks to get out, enjoy the weather, and a little bit of camaraderie again. Um, we do we do a lot of stuff like that. We've done you know beer dinners where you know Will has uh, kindly worked with us and and provided some combinations that everybody's excited about. Um, we actually have uh, Bacon Fest coming up uh, in May, where you get a basket of bacon Ooh, and a beer. Yeah. Um, you know, you can continue to get more beer and more bacon if you like, but, yep. um, but you know, just little stuff like that. We, we, we do have the added bonus of, of food. Um, I've done beer pairings with cheeses and desserts and um, things like that. I've got one of those coming up uh, probably later in May as well. Um, and it's fun because, you know, we've got all the stuff that Tom's making and sometimes he'll say I've got this beer coming up and I'll say okay that's that's good I'll think of something to go with that you got any ideas or or the other way around I'll you know I'll say you know okay I want to use this beer what can we pair with it sure so there's there's a lot of different ways to do that but we've got a lot at our disposal as far as like what we can do in the kitchen we can source you know some really really interesting food items which we've done before we've special ordered like cheeses or truffles for for some particular pairing that we've chosen and um yeah so between that and and those classic styles that are known for pairing with foods really well um it's yeah it's just a dream and yeah i it's a lot of fun but it's also overwhelming because sky's the limit on some (laughs) of that stuff so uh, so I'm just, you know, currently in the process of trying to figure out what this next beer flight night pairing is going to be. And it's a little overwhelming because you're like, it's just simply anything. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Go, go sweet, go savory, go, you know, a few small plates. I mean, it's a lot to think about, really, especially when you're excited about it. Right. You're just like, oh, my, I can do anything here. And if people want to find out about those events, where's... Where's like the easiest place to to check those out? Uh, Thecoffeegrounds.com. Okay. And under our events tab, we list all of those events that we've got coming up. Um, 
kind of all in one place. I think right now the Bacon Fest is on there. I don't think uh, my beer uh, flight night has been scheduled yet, but it'll be probably in May sometime. So all those tend to go there. I mean, and the other fun thing that we do here besides food is is also we've got like liquor and wine available for right, people. Right. And we also have like, I know Will has a Balconis tasting uh, coming up. And, you know, some stuff like that. Which is delicious, by the way. I'll just interject. It is. I had two bottles of it and they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good problem, right? Yeah. But, you know, we do all kinds of stuff like that. And if you like, you know, your food and you like your tastings and flavorings and pairings, then it's it's definitely something to keep an eye on, you know. Well, and really, in in Eau Claire, it's the only place that we have what you could consider even marginally a brew pub. um, Because you can sit here and have a beer and you can get food. Yeah. So we don't. There's no other place in Eau Claire that that even has that. You have to order your food in, or you know, yeah. or whatever, or bring it in. Um, you guys do some whiskey, whiskey and cigar pairings too, right? Yeah. And yep. that's that's out of this area too. Out of it the is. out of the brewery. Yep. We've got some cigar events coming up in these warmer months. Sure. For sure too. Yep. And, um, and yeah, I'm sure more more whiskey liquor <clears throat> events. I think it was two years ago. We did a cigar event on April second. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the front of the building <laughs> with a pop up tent. The wind is howling. It's snowing. It's like maybe a little too early for oh, that this man. year. But Eric does put together, gets reps up, um, two or three cigar events, and it goes with the beer. Um, yes, we do yep. the, the whiskey tastings quite frequently and such and. That is true. It is what's fun about, even before I was doing this, I did work the floor yeah. when I was still doing my other job. Yep. And it was, it was like going to Toys R Us for a kid <laughs> or just, you know, looking at all the bottles and doing everything. So uh, it is a fun place to work because there's so many things that we can do with the beer and or other, other things that can appeal to if you're not a beer drinker sit with your husband or wife, have a beer, and why they can have a glass of wine and right. whatever. So yeah, something for everyone, I yeah. think, um, you know. Yeah, the other the other fun thing, too, is that it's it's we try to make things as often as possible an, an experience for people as opposed to just come here, order your beer, or order your glass of wine, or, you know, like, like Tom mentioned, they'll include a a small beer with the cigar event or you know like oh which one should we put with that what do you you know we'll talk about it and decide which one we would recommend we let people choose usually for something like that but usually we're like this is the recommended pairing to go with it and and I think that's that I don't know it just it adds something to it to make an experience um, for people and that's kind of what we're fortunate to be able to do here is just a Something a little different. And I would say that's probably what sets you apart. Not that the other places don't have good things too, but, you know, every, I would think every place has to find their own niche and and Mm -hmm. this is what you guys have too. Um, You had alluded a little bit to the patio and it's way bigger than I had ever remembered because I had seen (laughs) people having coffee and stuff out on the the coffee ground side. And of course you guys have your own patio on the K-Point side too. So there's plenty of space for I know, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. I love a good patio. Honestly, if whatever brewery I go to, if there's a patio and it's nice, I'm going outside. If there's if there's a place for me to sit or stand or whatever, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 
and that's part of the great thing too. I, I think Eau Claire's done, the breweries have done a great job with outdoor space. And that was even before COVID hit. So yep. I, I think that's, that's one of the greatest things about um, the Eau Claire beer scene is the yeah. patio space. Yeah, and we're possibly looking at upgrading a little bit with some cover and such. And Sure. And this is a great time of year because the, the peepers in the pond next door are chirping. Yeah. And <laughs> they're not on the menu. But <laughs> Frog legs, not on the menu. <laughs> not on but. the menu. <laughs> but they could be. You could, you could do a frog leg Absolutely. and beer pairing. Well, yep. it's, it's the city's pond. So oh, we'd Jesus. We'd have to outsource have to. The, the frog yeah, legs. But, see. you know, there's just for ambiance there. That's nice ambiance. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, let's see. We talked about events. So plans for the future for K-Point. People always want to know what's coming up in the future. I'm usually just happy with being present in the moment, but people always ask, well, what's, what's happening in the future? So like beer, any, any new crazy beers that you're going to try? I know you say that you, you brew to traditional styles and maybe stuff that you find uh, in articles and whatever, but is there, is there any anything that you you might think that you do or you might want to do well i don't know if if everyone (laughs) well i don't know if everyone knows this all the time what you know what should we be doing but but i don't know go ahead over the i think it was about a year ago now we put in the the hand pump system the cask system so some people might have missed that happening or didn't notice it and it kind of flew under the radar because we just we didn't have a full we didn't have people in the tap room but that's kind of been one project that you're you're trying to to dial in some of the beers that you've enjoyed and if there is i was over at nonic or Mm -hmm. nonic i think how people are pronouncing it but they've got cask and (laughs) that's one that i've got to replicate i got to figure out a recipe because otherwise i need to go sit there and drink (laughs) cask ale all day long oh, just, just by brian i just absolutely love it and, and again i think that gets back to i like brewing more classic things because it's just there's a reason they but are so. you've traveled a lot and you've actually spent time drinking yeah. cask beer well, in germany which has helped because yeah. now you're like okay this is what i know it can be like and it is selfish you know yeah <laughs> i want to drink the beer i want to drink and that's where you ask about wild, crazy stuff. And I, I, it's, I'm very hesitant to even call it that because yeah. it is other people's creative product. And I, I enjoy trying things. I mean, I try to get Candace all the time. Let's, you know, we've got a case full of other people's beer right next door. Let's open up a bunch just so try I can try yeah. them. Yeah. And, but do I gravitate? I've done some juicies and, and that, and it's, for me, it's a style that I just, again, if I'm not going to be able to sit and drink two or three pints, especially when they're at six, eight, seven, two, right, right. I, I can enjoy them for what they are. The quality is very good around this area. It's just let those guys do it. And I, we've actually had some people like, oh, you don't have any New England style. You don't have some big juicy things like I know some place you can go there. It's great. That's yeah. the place you need to go. Right. It's not a problem. I mean, it's. Like I said, it's not bad beer. It's style if you like it or not, and that's why we have a lot of choice in town. So yeah, yeah I mean, you can stick to what you know and love, and what what fits what you're doing, and everybody else can also do that. And there's 
There's room for all of it. And I, I wish, going back to the cask engine, I wish more people knew about that style of beer. It seems to be something that's really gone under the radar over overall. Um, because, we're believe it or not, we're still getting new beer drinkers all the time. I mean, we're getting way more seltzer drinkers, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. Oh no. Out. Which is which is what I say when I walk into a store and I see the whole oh. seltzer section. And I go, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you guys are. I believe you're the only brewery in Eau Claire that has a cask engine at all. Nautic is the the closest one that I yep. that I know of. Is, yeah. is Eric got one over at Modicum? No, he's got no. side. Yeah, he's side got the pulls. side pours. Okay. Yep. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Which yep. is pretty cool too. It is pretty cool. Only well, I'll let him invest in the right. taps. We'll it, so. we'll have him on. We'll have him on the podcast soon enough. Yeah. But, yep. uh, yeah. Eric's Eric's a great guy too. But that's when you come into a place, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably speaking to the choir. But honestly, when you when you see something different, that's when you should just go. And I know all the people here that work here are friendly and will answer all of the questions you have. But if you see something that's out of the ordinary for you, you should go. Hey, what's that? <laughs> and they'd be happy to explain it to you. But I know people around here, a lot of the newer ones, if you say cask, they have no idea what you're talking about. And that's it's sad because that's some of my favorite beer. Yeah. But And, I, and I'll, you know, yeah. preach, preach cask beer on the mountains because that's, if I see something that's on cask, I'd, I'll just order it no matter what. Do you want to try it? No, just give it to me because I, I really want to try it. But that's that's great. I'm I'm glad you guys mentioned that because yeah, honestly, and again, it's part of the fun. Yeah, I mean, pulling a beer is <laughs> again. You watch any movie from England. That's what that's what they're doing. doing. I mean, yeah, that's so that's just and I, and I guess it's new and different. It's probably not going to be your style if you like a really cold bush light. <laughs> you're, you're probably not going to like cask <laughs> beer. Yeah, but yeah. I would encourage people to try it nonetheless. Yeah, we we have the staffs. Make sure they know if they've mm-hmm. never had it. It's going to yep. be warm-ish and flat-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different. So yeah. yep. that's why right now we have the red ale on tap and on the cast. Just if you want to try the comparison and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that'll be perfect for like a flight night that you have coming up, right? Um, yeah. That's the perfect time to try new things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so I, I really want to talk about the coffee grounds too, but I really want to take a break for our sponsor. So we're going to do that and we'll come right back and we'll talk, uh, more with Candace and Tom about K point and coffee grounds right here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Stick around. This podcast is sponsored by Grazia Veda concept salon and paradise massage where whole body care is their specialty. Now offering massage, nail, and hair care services tailored to everyone's individual needs. They're conveniently located at 4638 Gulf Road in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, or find them online at graziesalon.com. All right, we're back with Candace and Tom from K-Point and the Coffee Grounds right here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, we had talked a little bit about the well we, i guess we didn't talk about the availability of the beer so um growlers crawlers cans those kinds of things how you can take k-point home um i know in the past that k-point was only available in 32 ounce cans is that still the case or, or are you moving to moving to different sizes 
Yeah, well, we actually, um, just in the last week or two here, got a, uh, a canner to do 16-ounce cans. Nice. Yeah. So we're able to do that now, which is a little more flexibility. Sure. Um, don't have to have a full 32 of one, but you certainly can buy, you know, a four-pack of, of all the same kind. And, and um, we do have a, the canner for the 32-ounce for sale. Somebody oh, yeah. <laughs> That is if you true. Wanna, if it's you, going yep. fast. If, any, if, anybody's if someone in the, needs one. Yeah. Yep. We'll definitely negotiate the pricing. Yep. So It's looking for a home. But, um, you know, it was nice. Uh, we just decided to, to go the route of the smaller cans. Um, I guess the coffee grounds is kind of known for um, folks being able to do like a mix and match of cans, bottles, just one at a time and not yeah. committing to the entire pack. So... Um, so yeah, we decided to make the switch and, um, and so far it's, it's, we've been having a hard time getting caught up on filling the coolers with beer and keeping it full. So we're just, I guess that's a good problem to have. It is. It is. Like I was actually going to do a little bit of, uh, canning here uh, before my shift because (laughs) I'm like, gosh, all that mech IPA is, is basically gone now. So um, got to keep it filled. Um, you know, of course we'll still do, you know, growler fills if folks want them. Absolutely. But, um, I think that can four packs are pretty, pretty approachable Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It just makes it convenient if folks just want to enjoy one beer. And this, the 16 ounce seems to be a, a popular size around, around Eau Claire. I've seen that modicum just went to 16 ounce too. And I know yeah. lazy muck is always at 16 ounce and I believe brewing project is there too. Yep. So that's, um, yeah. And it's good to to have choices. Exactly. Because I, I know that I've spent probably several hundred dollars or more grabbing random things from the coolers. So that's, um, we talk about it, If for those that are listening, if you've also watched our vlog, that's we've talked about going to the coffee grounds to get stuff for the vlog. So um, lots of receipts saved <laughs> from the coffee grounds. So Yeah, that, and that, again, that's something that, helps me as a brewer even if it's a style i'm not gonna tackle right candace is constantly introducing me to new stuff <laughs> oh you need to try this you need to try that tom's like i and, can't it's too much it, well, it's too, no. and we sit and you know i was like well what did you like about it yeah. right okay what did i like about it and um it, it is again a nice source that people can come here get our beer get a lot of other people's beer i th- think we have Pretty much everybody that's local. I've got everything I can get. Um, yeah. So you know, if they're willing to, to distribute here, we plus Candace do does a great job of getting some of the hot names and things that are out there. And right, it may be limited, but yep. she's the one to talk to to get it. So. Yeah. If you see it on if you see it on Facebook, if Candace drops something on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and there's something on that picture you want to get, you just get over here right away. Right. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, the, the Eau Claire Beer Collective there will give them a little plug, but it's been a, a fun uh, resource for all of us yeah. sampling and trying the different beers and, and posting what's new. And, and um, yeah, I try to keep folks updated if I know they're into the, into the samples and, you know, grabbing something fun for the weekend, you know. Uh, the problem is it doesn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, I Especially was. if uh, if you happen to have a couple friends over and they're like, ooh, what's this? Can I have this? Right. And you're yeah. like, but I only have one. But I only have one. So <laughs> share with have, me. You're going to have to share it with me. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. But yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good problem to have. And I'm glad that, um, that the beer's moving, you know, the, the 16 ounces are moving. So that's, that's great. Have you noticed any one particular style that moves faster than 
the others? Is this, are we still in an IPA era or? As far as in general, all the beer coolers. I would say K, door, K Point and the other. Well, like I said, we've I've there's like three cans of mech out there right now. It's not even a full four pack, and uh, it was it was full over the weekend. <laughs> so uh, you know, mech seems to be we're having trouble keeping it in right now. Uh, and I think coffee stout is always a big seller for us too. So sure. those two are pretty big for us as, as K point, um, as far as in general beer trends, I think, I think there's still a lot of IPAs at one point it was overwhelmingly four out of five cases I was selling was hop forward beers. And I think that's, that's sort of cut, cut back a little. Yeah. I would say it's probably closer to three and five now, which doesn't seem like much but 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 there's definitely that market moving in of of those classic styles that tom was mentioning which is you know your your baltic porters and your vienna lagers and you got a hefeweizen and and something like that so there's definitely you know i'm trying to find places to source some of those things outside the building too um to keep a good variety over there um in the coffee grounds coolers and there's more breweries doing them now, you know, which I think we haven't, you know, haven't always seen, or at least in the last three or three or four years, it wasn't always as easy to find. So that's nice. Yeah. Nice to see. Yeah. Have you noticed that, that lager drinkers are starting to come back? I know that I did, I did a vlog. I don't know. It's probably been more, more months than I even care to think about now. Um, it seems like it was yesterday, but I, you know, I questioned whether or not lager was still popular because, you know, I hadn't seen, you don't, you know, when you see people post, you don't see a lot about lager anymore. Yeah. And I, I think some of that also though is lagers tend to, you really need to somewhat study them as you drink them where a lot of ales are like right in your face. Ooh, there it is. It's uh, I can taste and smell everything. And, you know, lagers take a little more time obviously too, but just the subtleness of what lager beers are like. Um, I think it's just as much maybe a counter to all the big in-your-face flavors and aromas that the other beers are giving and that I want to step back and try something else that's a little more subdued and... Palatable. Well, yeah. and again, it's... Yeah, <clears throat> depending I, on I, your the, taste, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, because, again, I, I'm going to sit and drink beer. I want to sit and drink two or three pints, and mm-hmm. sometimes you can't do that with some of the other beers because your palate's just burned out after eight ounces, which, again, sure. is, is what they are. Yep. But um, I think lagers obviously bring a counter to that, so... So you, are you seeing are you seeing a push for them? Or maybe even a little bit of a push? Um, well, or I, pull? I guess to a point. I mean, our pre-pro during, especially during the summer, and I mean all year round, but during the summer moves mm-hmm. really well. Nice. Um, I've got a new experimental fest beer that I should be able to put on in a couple of weeks, which is I'm trying to prime it for Oktoberfest. So it'll be in. I did a Hellas this year. Okay. Um, and I, we only done a Hellas almost every year, but so I'm looking for a replacement for that, just to give me something else different to do. Right. Um, but they hold up really well. It's been surprising through COVID that all our beers are in tanks, and they've really made it much longer than I would have. We expect them to. I'd rather not have them around that long. Right. But it was mm-hmm. what it was. So. Um, 
but they're doing well. And I, like I said, I think it's just the drinkability of lagers is what people are He's maybe bringing people experimenting back. with now. Yeah, so. yeah I good. think there's a maybe an increase in appreciation for the more delicate notes of a lager. And also sometimes to give, you know, I think, I think people are finding, even if they enjoy a really bitter IPA or some barrel-aged stouts, that they still do appreciate a break on the palate. So they're, they're grabbing a few lagers and, you know, more classic styles just to sort of smooth it out, yeah. give it a break. Because if all you're drinking is, is high-octane stuff that's really intense, you kind of lose some of the appreciation for it, I guess. And I, I think that probably, because uh, I'm on the opposite end of that, I was never really into high-octane IPAs, but the barrel-aged stuff for a while and then I got fatigued on it. Yep. You know, you you can have you really can have too much barrel aged beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to think no, you couldn't right. have it. Yeah, you can. You, you reach can, that you can point. Have too much barrel aged beer. It exists. Yeah, it does it does exist and, and you gotta have those what I would consider burner beers in the fridge. Yep. Um those low A B V four and a half, you know, four percent beer. Where you mm-hmm. can just have a beer and you don't feel anything after you've had that beer. Yeah. 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 I, I just stocked up for the summer my <laughs> amount of Coors Banquet <laughs> and, and hams. And hams. Yeah. <laughs> There's two beers that don't get mentioned all that often. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you know, the one that's been flying was hot last week was the Wenstefaner Hellas in the can. I mean, really? Blew through. Blew through that. Oh, and, it's wow. You know, and it's I, delicious. I love that beer. Yeah. But, um, I actually had a glass of it out over at uh, Growler Guys not that long ago. So, I'd yeah. yeah. But Vine Schiffoner, that's there's another uh, brewery and all the beers that they make that people just aren't even aware of. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think. Uh, you got to be able to pronounce the name. It scares <laughs> right? them off. <laughs> <laughs> Our customers are doing a good job finding that. And, and also, you know go through a lot of lagers over here like you said the pre-pro is really popular especially among our regulars they're like oh it was off for what was it off for a month maybe yeah a month or so as we were you know transitioning making room for it in the cooler and you know get calls every week is the pre-pro back on (laughs) is the pre-pro back (laughs) it's back now everybody you know yeah But, but that's that's nice that's great it's like they've got their favorite and um you know gotta respect it yeah, absolutely. Um, let's let's dive into a little bit of the coffee ground since it's attached and it's you know part of this too. Um, so all that you offer, and we we talked a little bit about all of the selection of the beers and the you know the things that you get over there. But there's not just that. There's wine and whiskey and cigars and all. There's a I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff over there. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot <clears throat> to keep track of. Some days, um, you know, we've got. Like you said, we've got full liquor section of a lot of hard, harder to find stuff, a lot of specialty stuff. Um, you know, it's just a lot to sift through because there's so much out there that you can get that we just choose not to because we want to make experiences for shopping and selecting here. Um, we want to make it easy for people to find something special and something unique. And so we sift through things and we go through catalogs and we ask <laughs> and we try to get samples when we can just to find, find those products that fit what we're trying to do for folks is provide that experience. And, 
you know, we do carry a few things like, um, like, like specialty mixers or um, like bitter milk, you know, the, the little um, cocktail mix uh, supplies and stuff, but not a lot of it. And the stuff that we do carry is, is unique um, and high quality. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're just, we're not just carrying, you know, something that you can find down at the gas station. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I would say if, it's, if, you, it's fun. if you've ever watched America's Test Kitchen, uh, for those of you that are PBS watchers, um, if, if whatever they reviewed in the test kitchen, that was the one of the products like OXO Good Grips or whatever, you can find it here <laughs> at because uh, my wife loves to cook. And so she'd always be like, oh, I really love that. And I'm like, I, I bet I can go find it out yeah. of coffee grounds. And sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to all those things that you mentioned, uh, all the great vices. Yeah, we've got, well, e- not the only fish that, email. there's fish. That's another whole thing. But kitchen, we've got some amazing cookware and really cool gadgets and specialty spices. And um, we send out emails a couple times a week. Um, a lot of it is, um, you know, pre-order uh, fresh seafood offerings, sure. um, which have been hugely popular, which has allowed us to do some really cool things, sourcing some specialty, um, specialty foods and things that we haven't gotten before. But because of this kind of renewed interest in some of that, we've been able to get some some really neat stuff. Um, specialty cheeses. Last week we had a, a brie with a truffle. Yeah, we tried that. I tried some it was amazing um sold two two huge wheels of it you know but you know it's 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 something that that's just a little bit different you know for people to have and have around and it's nice to see people um investing in their home kitchens too because we see a lot of that like we sell wustoff knives and and we see people investing in some of those items now and it's nice because you know it's just you can do a lot with with a lot of that stuff at home and you can't get some of that stuff just anywhere. Right. You know, as far as like ordering some of the foods and the dishes, like you'd have to travel a far distance to find something like that on the menu. And, you know, we had some really great fresh oysters again ordered in last week. And it's like, well, buy an oyster knife. <laughs> get them oysters open there. They're, we've got it for you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we've <clears throat> been doing uh, two and four person dinners to go. Those have been awesome. You know. Will and Quinn have got to do some really cool stuff in the kitchen. And uh, uh, as far as like coming up with their some of their favorites or finding new recipes that they want to make. And, you know, you get your bottle of wine and, you know, your dinner. And I don't know. It's just and that's probably doing different things now, you know, in the past year. And that's been one of them that people are like, you're going to keep doing this, right? Please don't <laughs> stop doing the weekly dinners. I'm like, well, I assume we'll we'll keep them going. But sure. You know, yeah, and that's that's probably one of the nicest things about having a brewery next to all of that, because I mean, you know, there's a lot going on over there. Like you said, uh, you know, a married couple can come in. Whoever wants to drink the beer is going to stay and drink the beer and maybe yeah. watch TV, while the other one goes over and. Oh yeah, you, you can know. grab your drink and you can go <clears throat> shop next door and poke around and see what you find. You know, step in the humidor, grab a. Grab something to if enjoy were, in the patio. If there were more places my wife could just drop me off and I could have a beer and she would be okay with it, I, I think this world would be a better place. Yep. It's, it's, <laughs> it's often big during the holidays where people are like, you just stay here. We'll go get some Christmas shopping done. Yeah. You know, 
I was I was in this is a, a little tangent and what what kind of a podcast would it be without a tangent? Mm-hmm. But uh, I was in Prague, and I was as I was walking to the main square in Prague, I seen a sign that said um, "husband babysitter drop off" or something like something to the effect of that. And I walked past, but I remembered it, and I was I was there by myself. But I thought, you know what? I bet that's a pretty cool place. So <laughs> walked around a little bit and I went, let's see if I can find that, that drop-off place. I bet there's some fun people in there. So yeah. uh, I found that. And, of course, a lot of women were dropping their husbands off there as they <laughs> shopped, you know, the little stores that are around. Um, so I think you got something similar to that here where, you know, you can be dropped off. And, I mean, literally, yeah. anytime I go in there to find a present for my wife, I'm probably here for 45 minutes, and that's not even the time a lot that I allot for myself to find new beer or whiskey or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a lot to see, and there's days where I see something new, and I was like, how did I miss that? <laughs> how did I miss that coming in the store? You know, I see most of that stuff as it comes through, or someone else has talked about it before it right. arrives. And, uh, but sometimes there's one that slips by, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's that? And we didn't even talk. You guys roast your own coffee too, right? We do, yeah. <laughs> so say, yeah, the coffee realm is also a coffee, coffee shop. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we've. Uh, there's so. Yeah, we do. We do everything. Everything delicious and wonderful and enriching. It's, yeah, it's it's again like I said. I it's always when I moved here in '90. Uh, this is when the coffee grounds is over by Prangy Way or something in London Square <laughs> yeah. Mall. <laughs> yeah. And he had a wine shop. And I think sure. there was Roy's in town, and I'm big into wine, too. And it just from that moment, getting a relationship with Eric and just watching his whole business grow. And there have been several times I've come in, I've seen something, read something on the Internet, and I'm like, oh, I just saw this recipe or something do you happen to have that? He goes, yeah, it's right over here. It's like, oh, you know, again, I probably walked by it eight times until I <clears throat> realized I wanted this. Yeah. And then he came here and it's like, no, yeah, it's right here. And he, he they do try to be selective and that we're not going to offer everything that everybody else offers. Right. It's a unique place. And like you said, the high end of some cookware and such is it's uh, it truly is. I mean, it's it is of its own. There's nothing else in town like it, and it may not then be for everybody, but for those that it is, it's you can spend a lot of time here and yeah. entertain yourself. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you still do that. You're like, hey, Will, I saw this cocktail that I want to make. Can you get me this? And usually yeah, the, he's got some. Bitters, but you yeah, just the COVID cocktail it, hour. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've gone through so many recipes. M- <laughs> Mescal. It's like, do you have Mescal. some of that? Well, yeah, I got a whole rack of it right here. It's like, okay, this is going to be a problem. But yeah, because you've been experimenting with the, the cocktails um, yeah. over COVID. And Who, yeah. Hasn't? Yeah. Who hasn't? Who oh, hasn't? Yeah. Just right. me. Yep. Right. No, it's not. I'm not it's the not only just one you. with the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first month of COVID, it was just, <laughs> just <keep laughs> what can, we, what can right we mix there. up? Yep. But Yeah. And that's, and that's. That's great because, um, like I said before, I'm a, I'm a frequenter of, of coffee grounds. And, and usually if someone asks me, do you think we can get this in Eau Claire? I say, well, try the coffee grounds. If it's not yeah. there, it's probably not in town. But I hesitate because I want this to be my place. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> little and not jam. everybody else. But, yeah. Well, um, yeah. That's great. We've, uh, 
and it's funny that Tommy mentioned the, the London Square thing, but the coffee grounds has been an evolving thing unto itself for 30 years now. I think 30 years, wow. like right yeah. around this time of year, because we usually, and many folks remember, we would always have our spring wine tasting, right? which we weren't able to have last year because of our friend COVID. And um, also this year, we just kind of held off on it. But, sure. you know, it's it's an evolving thing. It's just, it's like, it's, it's a, got almost got a mind of its own, but you know, it's fueled by all these smaller minds that we're always trying to come up with new things and new, new products to add or new ways to do things and, you know, finding out what works and what doesn't, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's fun, you know, like and who knew be. a coffee shop could turn into all of this, you know? Right. Yeah. The progression has been, yeah. Uh, I think even when I moved to Eau Claire, the coffee grounds was over where um, Infinity is now, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I remember when you guys moved out here and it was, yeah. it was a whole other thing. Yep. Yeah. All kinds of space. And, and I think I've only been here 15 years, 16 years, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of evolution here in Eau Claire. Who would have thought? Um, is there anything that I that I didn't cover that you guys wanted to cover about either K Point or Coffee Grounds, either one? How can people best find what's going on at either place, social media wise? Well, uh, K Point and the Coffee Grounds both have their own Facebook pages. Okay. So sometimes we'll okay. update, you know, what Tom's brewing on K Point page. You know, I put the, when we debuted the cans, that one on the Facebook and uh, we do a lot of cross posting. Okay. Um, we do that. Also, our website is kind of the place to see what events are coming up listed yeah, for that, you. The website probably gives you the yeah. most detail on things, but Facebook, we do pop out quite a bit on okay. this is what's happening mm-hmm. this weekend and, you know, just trying to keep it top of mind. Yep. Use it that way. Sure. So email we have an email list as i had mentioned that's we call it the fish list because that's (laughs) that's how it originally started but it's really so much more like these days it includes usually several seafood offerings um, as well as sometimes a featured wine and cheese of the week Um, and then we have a weekly dinner that's been going on them for the past year now Um, so it's it's really a lot more than it's and it's it's not a spam thing i mean it literally is it's monday Where's my mm-hmm. fish mail? Yep. <laughs> and all the listings of the offerings for the yep. week and the events that are going and on. Events. And when then you can go to the website and look at the detail. But, it, yeah, it's not every day we're right. going to send you out a new special this and that. It's, no, here's what's going on this week. and Take it or leave it. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Here's the info. Yeah. yeah. So I think we do have a place on our website to sign up for that, too. So folks want to get on that list don't get don't get turned off if it's called a fish list right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's we all call it that yeah it's like oh that's that's what it started as but sure no, that's a lot more now no that's great uh, well i look forward to uh coming to a lot more events out here it, it always seems that i'm doing something but um you're a busy guy unfortunately yes <laughs> <laughs> someday when i retire maybe and that's a lot of years off but uh Maybe I'll maybe I'll have time. Just right. Need to live that oh, long. Oh man, you just so. gotta you just gotta somehow plan it into the the work. Right. That you're doing. Just make it a work function. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where we're having the meeting today, guys. Right. Bacon fest. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I got to put that one on. The, see, if I put it on the calendar, then it sticks. There you know, you like I had it on the calendar. We got to do and, it now. And what date is that, Candace? That's uh, May 1st. May 1st. It's our bacon fest. <clears throat> Tom's going to put it Saturday? on his calendar, too. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that should be fun. We've done the bacon uh, with the, the beer in the past, but it's been a while, so it'll be Saturday, good. Saturday, May 1st. Yeah, good to bring absolutely. that back. I'm going to put that on my calendar as soon as we're done. Yeah, and then there's never <laughs> any leftover bacon somehow. It's just, I it's like, pff, can't imagine why. All the bacon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Uh, thank you guys again for, for coming on this podcast. Uh, I truly appreciate it. And uh, all of the rest of the Taproom Travelers who aren't here also appreciate it as well. <laughs> Yes, indeed. (laughs) Uh, Make sure for those of you that are listening, check them out on Facebook and uh, all of the other social media channels that you can find them on. Also check out Taproom Travelers on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. I I think I even tweeted once in the last month, so you you (laughs) could do that. You know, it's it's a a real hellstorm out there. So go to Twitter if you dare. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next week on the Taproom Takeover podcast. Prost.